0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Two Penny Podcast. I am Mike, and I have my co-host here, Jay Jones. And we we had so much fun last week that we've invited back our special guest, the Drunken Bandit. I think he had more fun than we did, uh, but he's back for another week. Who knows? Maybe this will be a semi-regular thing. I don't know. What's going on, guys?
1: What's up? Having a good time. (laughs) <laughs> had a good time.
0: Had a good time.
1: We got to get him to eat his microphone when he's talking, though. I mean, he's puffing on a cigar, drinking, a mini, a, drinking a mini beer.
0: There's <laughs> a lot going on over at the Garage Day Bandito. Yeah. Yep. Well, Jay, you uh, you had your weekend trip this weekend. How'd that go?
1: It was nice. Yeah, I went down to Orlando, Orlando, and hung out with the with the family Beebs, with the uh, Biebs and his wife and two children we had rented a house we had a nice pool and it was a nice place and uh played golf every day and went to disney springs which i never even knew existed but um has like cool restaurants and stores and shops and stuff and we, we had a good time it was a good time
0: good time was this like a trip for your birthday or it just happened to be on your birthday
1: no, I go down there every year, and it just happened to be on my birthday. So yeah, it was, uh, my birthday was Saturday. So it was fun. It was a good time. Definitely better weather. I mean, it was in the 80s and high 70s and 80s all day, every day. Yeah. <coughs>
0: so yeah, so, I enjoyed so it. So in our introduction of uh, Bandit last week to the world, we, you know, we kind of presented him as, as Mufasa did Simba. Uh, we, we didn't really explain that he's actually connected to the Beebs.
1: He is. If he wants to explain that, he can. Just make sure you get close to that mic.
2: Yeah, yeah. My uh, my cousin is the Beebs wife, so just associated by marriage, I suppose.
0: <laughs> and so that would uh, connect the two with Oklahoma as well, since Beebs always wants to talk about that. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Does he love Oklahoma or what? Is it mostly football he
1: talks about? I, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever hear him say, oh, man, the... Biscuits and gravy in Oklahoma are fantastic. I know some places, I'm sure. I'm sure you do. I was actually going to ask, in your travels around the country as a truck driver, OTRs, where, where is the, uh, where is the best, what's the best state for food,
2: Man. for you? I like I like steak and barbecue, so it's going to be like Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, you know, the meats. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> definitely, the Flying J has some good breakfast stuff.
1: I think Bucky's. I mean, I'm. I know Bucky's is outlawed. I'm sorry. I don't mean yeah. to speak of Bucky's to yeah. a trucker, but my yeah. god, their breakfast is fantastic. Their
2: their food is pretty awesome there. When I do get to stop in there, I I definitely load up on some Beaver Nuggets and some breakfast burritos.
1: Oh yeah, baby Beaver Nuggets. I love their the, their tacos. Their breakfast tacos
0: are the shit. Their jerky's good, but it's freaking expensive, and their uh, their candies are good too, like their sour patch kids and watermelon stuff like that.
1: Seems, seems that all beef jerky in the last like five years has gotten real expensive. Oh, I mean, like, even the crappy kind of whatever it links, Jack's links, you
0: know, it's, it's like thirty two bucks a pound or something, especially mm. at the gas stations. Yeah, fuck that. That's I too did much. go to a a steakhouse in uh, Virginia Beach,
2: right there outside of Norfolk. And oh man, their their steaks were amazing. I can't what, remember the what, name of it, but it was what, right there
0: on Virginia Beach. What kind of steak guy are you? What what cut do you go for?
2: I'm I'm cheap. I go for the I go for the sirloins. They got the mm. just the right amount of fat in them.
0: <laughs> how <laughs> about how
3: about you, Jay? Me, I uh, I don't know. I mean,
1: I had a uh, what did I have? Well, we had we ate at a nice steak. We had a nice steakhouse. We ate at the Black Angus Steakhouse in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a nice steak. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm not. I, I don't know all the different cuts and stuff. I don't know what I had. I had. Um, I want to. I want to say. I think I had the. I didn't have prime rib, but I had a. Uh, dang. I don't know. I'm not big. I mean, I'm not a big uh, cut guy. I don't really know all the different stuff. I, I like to eat it. But uh do
0: you like a fatty I, piece? do you like a lean piece?
1: Kind of more in the middle of the road. I like a little bit of lean. I don't like to chew like on a, it and
0: strip steak maybe kinda Ooh. I don't know
1: it was very. it was it was really good it was uh, <laughs> it was good I don't I know like, man i liked, I liked it. it I had uh, some uh loaded smashed potatoes with it, which were fantastic. We had uh some good uh appetizers. So, yeah, it was a good time. I had steak bites. I know I had steak bites for appetizer. I don't know what portion of the,
0: you know, cow they use for that, but it was good. Mm. Steak bites. Well, I am a ribeye guy. I like a nice fatty piece of meat. Oh, uh, I knew you'd be that kind of guy. <laughs> Salt and fat. Salt? Is the key Salt? to happiness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I wouldn't, I, w- I don't know. I, I uh. It was nice. It was a good time. I, um, you know, so shout out to the Beebs for uh, uh, meeting me in Orlando. It was nice. And uh, Kev and St. Joe couldn't make it down. They had other things going on, which is fine. So, anyway, it was a good time. It was a real good time. Um, I was going to ask since we were talking about food, I was going to ask last week and I forgot. If you're driving down the road, because I've seen, you know, what's the go to? Like grabbing snack. I mean, not maybe not like you're chewing on candy or beef jerky or whatever, but like you're on the road and you're like, you know what? I don't have time to sit here and stop for a long time, but I gotta eat some food. Do you have a lunchbox that you put some stuff in that the the wife gives you some tamales or shit like that? I mean, you you got that Mexican mail order bride shit, so I know she makes some good food.
2: Oh yeah, her mom definitely loads me up with uh, discada. It's called discada. What uh, is that? Tell me. It's like. It's like a bunch of vegetables and some spice and some peppers and meat, and they cook it in a wok, and oh, and put just man, it's the right amount of seasoning on there. It's nice and spicy, and you can throw it yeah. in a tortilla or you can put it on a hamburger bun. Ooh, that's uh, yeah, one of my favorite. makes it for special occasions.
1: A veggie and beef medley type, just stir fry Pretty type much. thing,
0: <laughs> mixed up fajita kind of thing. Oh yeah, and kinda I just like that. I put
2: me an electric skillet in the truck now, so. I, I took me about three pounds of bacon and some eggs. So, so, you, so I worry. think our uh,
0: I think our anybody listening would be very frightened if they knew what all Bandit did in his truck while while he's driving. Whether yeah. it's watch, watching movies, cooking food, uh, who, who knows what else? I can't, I can't disclose. I, I'll probably I, be arrested.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm amazed at what I have. Another buddy, Dave. Out of, he lives in uh, um, Ohio, and he's near the Canton area. But uh, he drives truck, and he's he goes everywhere. And he um he's always telling me he's like he'd be amazed at the kind of shit we're driving. How much is a typical average truck drive uh,
2: way semi? How much is a weigh? Yeah, average. Give me around. Well, about. I mean, empty empty truck and trailer is about thirty five thousand. Fully loaded is about 80,000, so anywhere anywhere in there in between. Okay, so we
1: got an 80,000-pound missile traveling at 70 miles an hour down the road, and we got drivers that are operating these things, watching movies, watching TV, FaceTiming with their loved ones, I mean, making videos.
0: Maybe uh, hadn't slept in two or three days.
1: No sleep till Brooklyn. I mean, these guys, <laughs> I'm amazed at what these tri- drivers are out here doing, and I think that all this... Way stations and all this stuff is a bunch of bullshit. It's, they do that. So the traffic, uh, TSB or whatever, does that so that we feel safe with truckers on the road. Like in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and the turnpikes out here, they separate you guys from us. They don't even let you guys near us. because. Yep. And I look over there all the time and there's always truckers on the side of the road, truckers that have hit each other, hit the car, concrete medians. I'm like, what are you guys doing out there? <laughs> more just too much too much have you blown a tire out when you're driving i mean because you get, i know they say 18 wheels or most of them have 18 tires and wheels is that kind of the
2: yeah most of your over-the-road trucks do and i've blown a few driving so it's really not that bad unless it's a steer tire uh and you won't try. even notice it really it just kind of jerks a little bit and
1: then what is it when i see trucks going down the road and i look over and i see a lot of smoke Coming out or like is that hydraulics? Is it brakes locking up? What is that? That because I, I see them still driving and it's like they don't give a shit. They just keep on hauling.
2: Well, it could be a lot of things, you know. If their if their brakes are uh, are rubbing at all, they'll be smoking. Some of these guys, if they get the cheap Chinese tires, those things will just spontaneously combust. China, China,
0: <laughs> China, China. So and so, what is a what's it called a Jake brake that are like outlawed in a bunch of places what's that about
2: it just uses it's like a whole other set of valves inside the head of the engine and it just runs those valves puts pressure on the cylinders and basically back pressures the engine and it slows you down
0: so why do they not allow that just because of the noise they are loud yeah they're very loud okay you ever hear them when
1: you hear a truck yeah that's that's the jake break it's horrible yeah
2: most small towns especially in texas they don't they don't like them down there yeah, I don't well, like
0: them anywhere. I remember one time when I was like uh, 19, 20, me and a few other guys were driving to another town in Wyoming and we're going down I-80 through Cheyenne and all of a sudden we look over on the uh, opposite side, an entire tire and wheel came off of an 18-wheeler and it was just bouncing and bouncing and all of a sudden it came right by <laughs> us. <laughs> and it's like that would have fucking killed us for sure if that hit us. <laughs> It was like, yeah. it picked up steam like crazy. I think it went faster than the semi once it got off. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was driving through, uh, oh, I was heading towards Columbus on I-70 and, uh, I was in my pickup and my, one of my tires passed me in the left lane and I was like, well, that's <laughs> not good. And I felt the truck sit down. I'm like, okay, there goes the other one. You know, so I pulled (laughs) over and it was, I mean, I was just driving on the brakes basically.
0: Yeah. What do you do at that point? Like
2: it broke off all the studs in the, on the axle. So I, I called my boss who was only about an hour behind me and he swung into like an O'Reilly and picked up, picked up some extra lugs for my, for my wheels. And I just, I pulled the trailer hitch out of the back of the truck and hammered them back into the wheels. And both <laughs> of the wheels back on
0: <laughs> you had to go chase down those those wheels that ran off had,
2: yeah the one of them had fallen and it stopped like right under the truck as i was coming to a stop and the other one i had to go chase it down it was about a quarter
1: mile further up the road
0: yeah this this thing it went all the way across the median on the interstate and went right by us it was crazy
1: have you seen the video of that car driving down the road. The, and the Kia Soul? The, the yeah, Kia, the, Kia it, Soul, yeah. I mean, that thing <laughs> launches, baby. <laughs> it was God, like it 10 feet bad. in the air. Yeah, that's not good. You don't want anything
2: to do yeah, with that. That dude had pretty much the same thing happen. He had too many wheel spacers on his truck, and it put too much pressure
1: on the lugs, and it just broke them right off. I don't want nothing to do with that. What about um, runaway? We talked about this when you were on with us last week when you were missing in action. Runaway truck ramps. Do they, like in truckers, I know it sounds dumb, truckers, school or whatever, to get getting your CDL, do they tell you about how to use these things or how do you ever even know or do they just tell you just drive right up into that thing because you're going to get stuck and you're going to get a fine?
2: Oh, yeah. You're, you got to pay a lot to get out of those things. And I mean, if you can avoid it, you better avoid it because, I mean, it's, you don't want to go in there. it tears up everything. It's basically a bottomless pit full of just sand yeah. and you <laughs> sink and it, it tears up everything.
1: Well they tell you about it? How to use them, or how to do it, or how? Well, I mean, I mean you...
2: it's if you lose your brakes coming yeah. down a mountain, uh, you really only have one choice, and that's to go into those into those uh, runaway ramps. Yeah. So there's nobody teaching you anything about it. <laughs> they, they just, you know, they're there. It's you like your em. pilot
0: died, and you need to land the plane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I bet uh, I
1: bet that. now like let's say you were shooting down the what I70 is that a mountain? that's a that's one in Colorado, right? If you are coming down the continental divide. Yeah. So let's say you're coming down 70 and brakes are gone, baby, you got 80,000 pounds of puss in the back. And you're <laughs> coming down the mountain. Do you take the time to even, ra- do you radio other truckers and say, hey, my brakes are out, uh, watch out for me? Or do you call State Patrol, CSP, and say, hey, I'm about to fucking hit this ramp, or what's the, or is it just, I'm going up this thing. There, Everybody's going to call somebody when they see this truck up there.
2: Yeah, you don't have time to make phone calls in a situation like that. You are trying to stop, you're downshifting, you're riding those Jake brakes, you know, and you're just trying to find the easiest way, you know, to get there. You can lay on the horn, but I mean, depending on the situation, either your brakes are glazed over. They teach you how not to get in those situations. <coughs> they teach—they call it some something called stab braking. You just get on the brakes really hard for a short amount of time, and then off again, and then back on them really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if know. the
1: brakes get glazed, is there any way to get them unglazed <laughs> like a
2: donut? You pretty much got to replace them. They're they're cooked.
1: <laughs> You're pretty fucked.
2: Yeah, you got to let yeah. them cool down. I've, I mean, coming into Salt Lake. It's pretty steep and twisty there. And, uh, yeah. shoot, I can't, I got into Salt Lake and my brakes were smoking. And then even for a couple of hours after that, they're still really hot. So yeah. it, it definitely holds a lot of heat in those things.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I look at those ramps, and I'm like, damn. But I used to always see when, the, you know, they put those signs on their truckers, you know, grade, you know, this, that, the other. and. hmm uh, I saw one truck one time. I, I, don't, I never saw it again, but that thing was hauling ass down the mountain. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, this guy's going faster than cars. Whoa, just smoking down through there. And I'm like, this guy's going to die or kill somebody for sure.
0: Well, yeah. it's kind of crazy too. It's like, you know, you don't actually see them that often when you're driving down the mountain. Like there's a few of them, but if somebody really lost their brakes, it would just have to be lucky that they lost at that exact point. Mhm. There's yeah, a couple I mean, there's one
2: yeah. I think it's highway 60 between uh Powell and Buffalo, Wyoming. And they don't even have sand. They just have cables stretched across the road. Oh, shit. And you got to plow into those cables. And it'll stop you, but it's going to tear up everything. It'll destroy God. your truck. Yeah, Cuz they don't have enough room on that road to get to get sand pits in there, you know.
0: Yeah. That's a uh... I don't know, that'd be wild. I, if be, you did that in an empty trailer, I, I bet you'd probably just flip the whole thing up. Yeah, probably.
1: I used to see Chuck's jackknifed all the time in the snow in Colorado. No, mm-hmm. so there's. I mean, and mainly when that happens, in my opinion, it's because they're trying to stop for other fucking idiots on the road. That's the only reason I think a trucker would ever slam on his brakes on the ice like that. And why would he be doing it if it wasn't because of another car?
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Bandit's familiar with the, uh, the stretch between... Uh, Greeley and Cheyenne on I twenty five where
1: that's you, not Greeley you, and Cheyenne. That's I that's I eighty that's eighty five over there.
0: No, I- I'm 25, talking about t- yeah, twenty five, Fort Collins. Going north. Right yeah. at the border yeah. where if you have an empty trailer on a windy day, you're toast. Yeah, that's, where that's they gonna, gonna that blow you, big, you over. They Wheatland, have that big pool right there over, over there. Yeah. Chug water. Yeah, they have yeah. those
1: gates that close I twenty five. Yeah the, before you get up there past Wellington. Um yeah, no thanks. But uh, not only is the bandit a truck driver and a you know a Second Amendment constitutionalist, he also happens to have a pawn shop, kind of a pawn store. It's it's a flea
2: market that we have a
1: store inside of.
2: Okay, so it's, so it's, it's kind really of pawny. I
1: mean, yeah, you're not we, loaning money, but yeah, second hand store,
2: flea market, whatever. You can call it that. We have a, most of our products are new. Right mm-hmm. now, she's been going online and just ordering all kinds of stuff and then uh, reselling it. Um, but we do have a lot of secondhand, like computers and and uh, stuff like that, power cords.
1: And is this in Oklahoma City?
2: Yeah. the is old like Paris a flea market? It's what's called? The Old Paris Flea Market.
1: Old Paris Flea Market. And yeah. now, do you guys have a, a little shop name, or is it like just they just find the, the she number? She calls you're, it you're, uh, you're, Guru Cables about. of Oklahoma. Guru Cables? Yeah. Okay.
2: So you guys sell a lot of cables? Yeah, mostly just like power supplies for, I mean, that's how it started, was just power supplies for laptops or Xboxes or whatever you can imagine. Every single yeah. every single power cord you can imagine. Okay. I actually remember that because you needed a cord. And you're like,
1: we have all these cords. I couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't find one. <laughs> but uh, Yeah,
2: we found a cord at the Goodwill one time that goes from a, a GameCube to a high definition TV. We sold it for like $400 for one cord.
1: Who'd y'all sell that to Putin,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> and we sold it on eBay for that. Some it, it was only on there for like three hours. Someone bought it.
1: So, do you guys have an eBay store called uh Guru Cables as well? Yep, yep. Hey, people are out there looking for cables, yeah. Absolutely, Snag- you, hey,
0: you, you might see a boom in business right now, bandit.
1: Boom, yeah. <laughs> baby, get that, I get the so. numbers up.
0: You have no idea how many uh. Cable People enthusiasts, we have uh, <laughs> listen to this show.
1: Especially up in Nova Scotia, these fuckers are loving some cables. Mm.
0: <laughs> they're stealing their neighbors' way. cables. They're taking everybody's cables. <laughs> um,
2: I I, yeah, had, so I used uh, to have a collection of Jeff Gordon playing cards or net or uh, you know tops collectible cards. Mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon number twenty four.
1: Yeah, the Rainbow Warrior. Right, did all those that, on her store too? Wasn't his pit crew called the Rainbow Warriors? Rainbow Warriors, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I bet when they <laughs> made that name, they didn't think Out but No, probably not. They, they were
0: not looking into the future.
1: <laughs> nah,
0: but uh
2: did you sell them on eBay or you? Oh yeah, to? absolutely. I sold them all. Nice. What's a few the most? autographs and some gold plated ones?
1: Damn. Mike, do you have anything collectible? Do you collect anything? I, I don't really collect stuff, but
0: uh, I know I have some sports cards somewhere. Probably nothing that's really worth much. Who knows? Maybe there's something in there. But uh, one of my coworkers keeps talking about it because he has like boxes and boxes of cards, and these are like '80s, '90s rookies cards that he collected with his dad back then. And he's trying to start to go through those and see if he can find anything. I think he's got some, you know, five hundred thousand dollar cards in there um but he's going to try to nice. find an expert to help him go through it cuz he's he's saying it's like 8 to 10,000 sports cards stuff like that.
1: Nice. Yeah, I don't have I don't I don't have one sports card
0: at all. I've never now, had one, never a, one. Anytime I think I find something to invest in and collect, like it just immediately drops and it's worthless <laughs> the instant <laughs> I start buying it like so um
1: now is the sober pirate in jest to the drunken bandit or is it you're sober? No, on the sober, sober. train?
0: Well, That's today cool. I'm sober, yes, but not like today. Yeah, not today, like in I'll general. Junior. Yeah, me either.
1: Fuck all that.
0: I've been sober since uh yesterday.
1: <laughs> wow, congratulations.
0: <laughs> I'm working on my tokens.
2: Your <laughs> tokens. The one day token. Yeah. Do you have to turn those back in, or do you just get a new one day token every time?
0: Uh, I don't know. I I knew a girl who continually got uh like MIPs when we were in college, and uh one day she showed up to play some drinking games with us. And instead of using a quarter, we used her twenty four hour sober token. <laughs> but it was like court order, so it wasn't like something she was choosing to do. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good, it was a good night.
2: Yeah. I've had to take a few defensive driving classes, court ordered.
0: Yeah. I, I got an MIP in college and, uh, it was at this party. There was like, I don't know, a hundred people there. So when the cops came in, uh, I don't know. First, I'm stupid, and I jumped to the front of the line because I was like, I can pass the sobriety test. And he did his (laughs) finger just once, and he goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" (laughs) And I was like, "What?" Like, he's like, "Go sit on the couch." And so they they wrote so many uh, MIPs that night they ran out of uh, tickets to give, and so then the kids at the end of the line got to go home. But when I went to court, that's all it was was everybody in that party that had got MIPs and. So we, we got called up as three or four at a time. And so I walked up with, I don't know, three other kids next to me and the judge, you know, said everything He's like, does anybody have a questions? And I raised my hand. I said, yeah, I've heard you can get, uh, some money off your fine. If you take a, a like a class through the university and he just looked at me and goes, not this time. <laughs> said, all right. I'll go back and sit down. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Do you guys play the lottery at all?
0: Uh, I, do, I do scratchers at work quite a bit, and when it's scratcher. huge, I'll, I'll buy some uh, Mega Millions Powerball.
1: Yeah. What about you, Ben?
2: Same? I buy a lot of scratchers. Yeah. I've won quite a bit on scratchers, so I stick with those.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not a big scratcher, but uh, apparently a Washington woman recently, because may have heard it, but she was, Playing lottery and she picked her own numbers or whatever, and the, she did the same ones five times in one night for one draw. She picked the same one five times, and it won. And uh, the grand prize for that was in that lottery in Washington was ten thousand dollars if you hit the numbers. Well, she apparently got paid fifty thousand for it. she won five times. And I'm like, usually wouldn't they don't they just like if two people win the grand prize don't they just split the money? I mean, if two people won the in like a jackpot situation. Yeah. I guess maybe this is different because it's a little or it's a smaller
0: grand prize. It's not like a building thing like where it gets bigger and bigger every time yeah. people play. Sounds like. Yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, who
3: else
1: was I going to ask about? I was going to ask about. Ask about. Ask. I was going to ask you a question, boy. But I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. Oh, I went to, uh, at SeaWorld, we walked around in some like the uh, shark tank or whatever it is where you can walk in there and see sharks.
3: Yeah.
1: I was surprised at how, Now and I realize there's a lot bigger sharks in the ocean and they're not giant monster sharks that they keep in these, you know, giant aquariums, I guess. But um, they're pretty badass. I'd never seen sharks up close. I live... Right on the ocean, and I've never seen sharks like that. I was like, I was, they were pretty cool. And dolphins, I'd never really seen dolphins that much. Yeah. But, um, have you ever eaten any shark fin
0: soup? <laughs> I would certainly try it, but no, I have not.
1: I know you would try it for damn sure. Michael, try anything. Are you, how are you, Brad? You try just about anything?
2: I would absolutely try everything. Yeah. How about some coon soup? Coon soup. Can't say that I've had that yet. Rabbit. I've had armadillo soup.
0: Mm, I probably had some dill soup That sounds pretty scary But I guess I would try it if somebody Had eaten it before me and survived it Yeah
2: It was down wow. south, they put a lot of spices in it A lot of seasoning so Couldn't really taste the armadillo
0: You couldn't even taste the leprosy Right <laughs>
1: <laughs> Leprosy So Bandit, what's your favorite um, Syndrome or tism out there
0: <laughs>
1: My what? Your favorite tism, like autism or
0: Down syndrome.
1: Down syndrome. I mean, do you have a favorite? I can't say that I have a favorite. When we were at a Cracker Barrel or a Barrel Cracker, as Noah's uh, as a Babe's son was calling it, um, when we were going in, there was a a gentleman that was had Down syndrome that came in with us, and I I enjoyed talking to that man. He told me he was from Boston, and uh,
0: did he have a Boston accent?
1: He did not. Oh man, that would have been they were sick. Visiting some relatives and having a good time, and he was telling me all about it. He was, he was a nice man with some Down syndrome. He
0: mm-hmm.
1: was very nice, very nice man. I'd
2: probably yeah, have yeah, to yeah. say there's one that's called like big head syndrome, <laughs> and they they literally have a giant head. There was a guy okay. used to come in our flea market, and his I mean his head was. Like forty
0: percent the size of the rest of his body. <laughs>
2: Damn, he's a nice guy. He bought some. He bought some cables from us. Okay, it's like those,
0: those big paper mache heads and like the yeah the Day of the Dead celebrations down in Mexico.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a blast. Do you have any least favorite syndromes, like ones you just can't stand? Oh, uh,
1: it's called Smith Kingsmore syndrome. It's a neurological disorder characterized by a head that is larger than normal, which is also called macrocephaly, microcephaly, Mm. an overly large head. Complications are conditions of the brain.
0: So his brain was fucked up. Whatever Beetlejuice has on Howard Stern, I like whatever that one is too. (laughs) Uh,
1: He does have a nice
0: one. Whatever his his syndrome is, (laughs) it's a good. It's good. I like it. It's a good one. Just Just hanging around. Uh, (laughs) Who me? Who
3: me? (laughs) Um. Yeah i uh, I love. Um. I like autism is one of my favorites. Um,
1: I definitely like Tourette's. That's a good syndrome. And uh, Downs is up there too. So yeah, some of my favorites. And uh, man, that was a good I, list. That uh, mm. was. That was really good.
2: My least favorite is probably leftism. Any, anything <laughs> liberal is supposed to be. Well done.
0: <laughs> you, you, oh, Damn. You consider that a disability, is what you're saying?
2: Yes, definitely a disability.
0: Like <laughs> Jay just killed himself over there. What do you eat for lunch, Jay?
1: Farts lumpy,
0: like cottage cheese. If if they're too old, they, they get a little lumpy. Damn, I
1: uh, I had Taco Bell.
0: Really yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep, yep.
1: I'll do it. I uh, <laughs> I enjoyed. I tried the enchilada burrito. Yeah, chicken enchilada burrito. It was okay.
0: Sometimes they get but a little I, too crazy. I, usually, their old reliable stuff is is where it's at.
1: I agree. I shouldn't have ate it, but I did. I'm gonna pay the price. I'm paying the price right now. I'm sitting here in my Taco Bell swamp. Yeah, I'm not the best. Not the best. Um, speaking of Taco Bell swamps, I definitely uh, missed my bidet this weekend. I bet. I mean, I had a I have a travel one, but it's just not the same.
0: They they kept telling you to get out of the dolphin tank, trying to get the blowhole the fucking blown up your butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I will say this. The roller coasters at SeaWorld are some of the best in the world. I
0: didn't I mean, even they know were, they had roller coasters.
1: I didn't either until they told me they did and I went there. My god, they were awesome. Um, they're named after sharks and Dolphins and whales and stuff, but uh, I think the one I like the most is the Mako. I'm not sure, but it was it was great. I rode it like four times in a row. I mean, and I'll just because it, it wasn't the park wasn't full, so it was great. It
0: That's was good. Awesome. That's like the worst when you go and worse. there's hour lines for rides on an empty stomach. I like a roller coaster. Okay.
1: Mike froze, so don't worry about him. He can't. Yeah. Oh, there's Mike. That's weird. What Mike?
3: Uh, I don't know. That was weird.
1: It is pretty weird. <laughs> At least it's not me having this problem with it. I don't know what's going on with this damn show. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties every week. Um it's alright. Um so what did you say, Mike? Do you like roller coasters, not roller coasters?
0: Yeah, I've I used to hate roller coasters, but recently in the last few years I've gotten okay with it, but uh, typically it was cause of motion sickness I had growing up. Like I'd get car sick all the time. And so roller coasters were the fucking worst. Um, hmm. but, but we've been to six flags a few times in the last few years. And, uh, I don't know if it's from having my deviated septum fixed or not, or if that had anything to do with it, but I feel like my equilibrium's a lot better where I can handle it and it's actually fun. Okay.
1: Bandit, you dig them as long as your stomach's empty
2: long as my stomach's empty, I still get kind of, kind of car sick on them things. Yeah. Especially Six Flags in Texas, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't go to that place and ride roller
1: coasters. <laughs> yeah. I, I I've never had a problem with it. Well, I guess I'm fortunate,
0: but, uh. I always liked water parks a lot better growing up mm-hmm. than amusement parks, but.
1: There's a place called Aquatica, part of uh, the park system down there in Orlando with um Disney or SeaWorld or one of them I think SeaWorld it must be but uh has some good water water rides and water park stuff um Beeb said the lazy river there is it's amazing. to die for I uh I didn't go there but <laughs> I don't go to water parks much I mean if I'm doing something outside in the sun I want to be playing golf yeah I'm a golfer
0: I don't really like huge crowds anymore. The older I get, the more crotchety I get about that whole situation. So I try to avoid that as much as I can.
1: And I know they put enough chlorine in there to kill all the stuff, but I just feel, I mean, the whole water thing with the thousand other people and I don't know, there's too much. I don't know, I'm not a big fan of it. And I I wouldn't consider myself a germaphobe, but I don't want to be a...
0: wrapped up and all that. No well, a lot of the times at water parks and stuff, you're seeing not the best looking people in society as well.
1: I don't mind that because I'm not the most best it's, looking person, but
3: I think it's it gets right
0: pretty rough. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, what's your, uh, what's your shirt say, Mike? What's that say? Uh,
0: what's rock, say? rock fit.
1: Oh, that's you, you have their shorts too.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, it's uh those tan shorts that I like, and you like—I like
1: them too, boy. But now mm-hmm. they're not
0: selling them. Those fuckers.
1: I know they're not. I went to try to buy some, and I couldn't.
0: I know. I went to try to buy more, and I couldn't.
1: Damn it, Bandit must have bought them all for his fucking cable store.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are out of Oklahoma.
1: Oh yeah. Let's see, yeah. I, know I mean, you guys are—you guys are very close in proximity as far as the country goes. I mean, you're in Oklahoma City. You're in. Dallas Fort Worth, Hazel,
0: North Texas.
1: North Tejas.
3: The uh North Tejas, I like that.
1: Um but you guys never I mean, didn't Bandit come real close to where you were one time, but you guys didn't meet up?
2: Yeah, he's yeah we doing, tried to cross paths a few times it never actually worked out.
0: I think he's a little busy when he's uh when he's down here. Yeah. Trucking. Not a lot of place to park that truck. Yeah, for sure. I don't like anyway, to waste uh, time. I just I just keep on going. And he was carrying like a thousand foot steel beam across the state, which I don't even like driving my regular vehicles across uh, DFW, so I can't even imagine that situation.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. What's the what's the worst? Like, I mean, you carry you do a lot of oil field hot shot and type stuff, but mm-hmm. um, what's the worst? I mean, are you guys carrying pipe? Is that bad? Or I mean, what's the the most stuff that you don't like carrying? <clears throat>
2: yeah most of the oil field, like the downhole equipment will it leaks a lot of oil onto the trailers. It makes a big mess yeah. and uh, some of the cable they pull out that we have to bring back here uh, like it'll read radioactive like it, it's hot. they call it getting being hot, but it it reads radioactive, so you have to like take it special places. And they have to clean it or if you cross borders, you have to file certain paperwork to do that,
0: only drive on certain roads the yeah Hazardous materials one
1: Yeah well fuck that I'd be like, fuck You drive driving. where
0: you fucking want to drive
1: Drive where I want to drive boy mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: What is uh? We talked a little bit about lot lizards last week And I sent you a picture of one that I found And uh, So you haven't Particularly Enjoyed the services of a lizard Yourself I have not but you have to know people that have.
3: Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, any horror stories?
2: Man, those guys are—they are hardcore believers. They—they will—they will, uh, they they will keep and, going back for repeat business.
0: <laughs> they live and die by the lot lizard. Do they yeah. go back looking for like the same one they had before, oh, they or is their it their phone
2: just... numbers? Oh yeah, they—they they go out of their way just to go back to the same places to look for the same <laughs> lizard. You know, <laughs> it's like. I've seen guys spend their whole paychecks just getting these guys, getting these girls. Oh, I can't imagine being rotten. that. Desperate.
1: You know, some people may think that you know they're like truck driving might not seem so glorious. My buddy Dave makes damn good money being a truck driver. It's a pretty lucrative business. I mean, obviously for businesses that have truck driving, but as a driver, the money is in the oh, oh I mean the OTR stuff like you do, right? Uh,
2: there's a lot of money in it right now. the specialized. Equipment hauling um, Like oversized load stuff Or like yeah. Anything for the government Pays really well But okay. if you're just Going to be hauling Box trailers For like Lowe's Or Walmart or whatever You're probably not Going to make a whole lot of money
0: Cars yeah. Cars Cars pay Car haulers
1: Yeah Car haulers I mean I know I paid it Send cars places And it's I think it's pretty affordable I'm like, There's no way they're paying This guy a lot of money no. I paid 1200 bucks To send three cars I mean, yeah. he ain't making much.
0: Well, that and the semis that bring our new cars to the lot typically fuck them up somehow.
1: They don't care. They don't have
2: to. Yeah, they don't care. But, uh, it's mostly the guys that are loading those cars on the, onto those transports at those rail yards. Mm-hmm. Man, those yeah. guys, they do not care. They will but, smash them into everything.
0: They're just flying, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to get this car on there. I don't give a shit. Um. So. This last weekend we had uh, the NFL conference championships. We had the we had a uh, you know I hated to see the Chiefs get in again. And I and I actually was after the first half, I really did believe the bro. I was like the Lions are going to do it. I was like I can't believe that the Lions are putting it to the Niners like this. And then hell after halftime they came back. They made some adjustments, I guess, because I mean they still. Dan Campbell's probably hating himself for not kicking the field goal, but uh, you know it is what it is. I mean, the NFL dictates who's going to be in the Super Bowl, <laughs> not the game, not the players. Yeah. It's Who do you a- got in the Super Bowl though, Bandit? Who do you Oof. think's going to win?
2: I think uh, it's. I think you're. I think it's going to be Kansas City. They can't. They can't let that kind of publicity get away. We're going to see nonstop Taylor Swift. She's
1: gonna go on a on a parade. They're gonna they're gonna kick out whoever's performing now and make Taylor Swift the halftime entertainment.
0: Yeah, what, what are yeah. the chances she sneaks in and and uh, I heard today I guess Usher's performing, which I didn't know that, which is Usher. crazy to me. Yeah, it's uh, like, well, that's
1: like what's a wild throwback. Like why?
0: Get ready for twenty minutes to just hear Usher, Usher,
1: Usher, U S H E R. Yeah, he's an idiot.
0: Um, <laughs> so. I don't know about that. Hopefully, Little John's there to spice it up.
1: Hey. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. He, he
0: can, there. uh He can throw his skeet all over the, the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show.
1: Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even Little John. That was the Ying Yang twins. I like them, too. Yeah, let's get them with them. Usher. Yeah, that'd be great. I uh, can't get enough of that. Usher. So Bandit's smoking a stogie, yeah, <laughs> piping it up, and he was drinking a beer. And earlier, he grabbed a can. I don't know if that's a real can.
0: It's uh, novelty because
1: it's really. I mean, I don't know. I guess if I grab it, definitely of
2: can, it's definitely a real can. God
0: damn! That's even with half a finger.
1: <laughs> what kind of beer is that?
2: Uh, it's an Oklahoma company called uh, Rough Tail Brewing, and Rough it's called tail. a Hoptometrist. So it's hoppy. Yeah, very hoppy. Very delicious. It's my favorite Don't one. It. Delicious. They founded that brewery, like, literally a block away from my house. Yeah. And they they were giving out tours of the uh, tours of the brewery, and I was like,
1: hell yeah, I'll do that.
0: Yeah, they knew what they were doing when they placed that. Yeah, they did.
1: So I was going to ask you this. When you, ha- you have your um, Guru Cables shop down there at the flea market, um, do you keep product there and lock it up or do you bring it home and lock it up
2: so they have uh a parking lot where people also sell at and those guys we used to do that we used to be out there every weekend from 7 a.m to 7 p.m and we would load everything up in our trucks and bring them home every night but uh when we moved inside the flea market you can lock you can just lock up everything oh okay we still have a lot of stuff at home to restock everything in the store
1: surprised people don't find out where you are come and get some
0: Get them cables. Yep.
1: Get some of them cables, boy. <laughs> Get one of them six or seven Nintendo sixty fours that are hanging out in that garage. The three
0: prong yeah. fucking HDMI
1: <laughs> speed cable. I'm making this. Give sexy. me some of that HDMI, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Give me a USB two point What's,
0: What's the, the best cable for smacking your kids with, Bandit?
1: Either, whichever one is handy,
2: whichever <laughs> one's closest, you know.
1: Maybe some big coax, <laughs> some thick C five. I
2: like those cables they used to plug in PCs. Those big three prong. Oh computer
1: yeah, computer fat daddies with yeah. the backup battery. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I liked it when they had the little like square thing in the middle of the cables. Oh, you could beat the shit out of somebody. Falls close. off your desk
2: and rips it out of the computer.
1: Yeah. I like that. I check like mine. That. <laughs> so uh are you a titty man or an ass man? I'm and an ass man. Sure. Ass guy. Okay. okay totally. Shit.
0: That explains the Hispanic wife. <laughs> mm, right. I,
2: uh, <laughs> I used to I used to dabble in the into the dark variety also.
0: You used to dabble
1: in the dark arts? <laughs> <laughs> um by saying that, um, I was not speaking of people, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, it sure sounds like it now. Oh God. So bandito, he, uh, he, he, he's of all persuasions. He's an equal opportunity dick giver uh, or he was th- not anymore.
0: So <laughs> share, share with everybody, uh, the text response you got from being on the podcast last week oh
1: my god it was
2: it was uh pretty hilarious (laughs) yes i i I told my father that we had this podcast and he watched it and uh he immediately responded uh you're gonna have to stand in front of god and answer for the things that you say
0: Uh, can he uh can he get on Apple Podcasts and leave that as a one star review for us? I'll I'll try to get him on there. I tried to get him
2: on the podcast and he said uh no. (laughs) (laughs) He said, Hell no.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Um I was gonna say that uh I was speaking of Bible and Jesus or God or whatever he told you. Um I was watching a, uh, a video today, and it was this woman, and she had her two little girls sitting there, and she had two glasses of water sitting in front of them, and she had an orange that was fully, that was peeled, and then she had an orange that was not peeled, and she said, girls, what do you think happens to this orange that is not peeled, or I'm sorry, this orange that is peeled, and it's just down to the, you know, it's down to the raw fruit. And I put it in this water. What do you think is going to happen? They're like, it's going to sink. And she's like, yep, yeah, this is what it's like when we don't have Jesus in our lives. And then she said that he doesn't shield us. We sink to the depths of despair and and life. And she said, but here is what it's like when you have God. And she holds the the. One that has the skin on the orange. And she goes, what do you think it's going to do? They're like, it's going to float." She goes, that's right, because Jesus is going to protect you. And this is why you must believe and da, 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 all this stuff. And these kids were like four, three or four years old. And I'm all for parents being able to parent however they want to. Teach your kids whatever you want. They're your children. But isn't there something to be said? Of, I mean, is it parenting? Is it teaching? Is it conditioning? What do you think? I find it to be a little conditioning when it's pushing that heavy. I mean, I understand guidance, but I feel like that's conditioning. What mm-hmm. do you need
0: Yeah, I, th- I think at that age, it's more about trying to teach them to be kind and stuff like that because concepts that big you know no four four-year-old can grasp anyway most adults can't even understand it so it's like yeah. you know the kid is just going to remember it as a very strange thing that mom was saying at the time like maybe well, I think that, refer I mean, to it later in life and have an uh, understanding but not at that point
1: that's why i feel like that is kind of conditioning you're you're teaching them you're you're, you're kind of gaslighting you're teaching them that If you have Jesus, you're safe. If you don't have Jesus, you're not safe. And that's not always the case. Then you're going to sink. It can can (laughs) be with anything. It doesn't have to be just religion or whatever. But I don't like the conditioning of children. and I find that it's happening everywhere from people that are um, um, hyper-religious, people that are on one side or the other like, you know, we've talked about on here before anti vaxxers, one way or the other. And there's mm-hmm. people that are super for it, people that are super against it, the moneymaker, the government. There's people that are, you know, one way or the other. But I just don't think like conditioning children at all. If you're an adult or you're a teenager starting to come on your own, then hey, whatever, by all means, have conversations with your parents and people that know shit. But I just don't, I don't like it when anybody, whether it be teachers in schools or parents at home, are conditioning children when uh, they could just like mike said you know teach them kindness and um you know what what it means to share what it means to be nice what it means to uh you know be caring and stuff like that versus mm-hmm. if if somebody doesn't believe this they're gonna have a problem right. one way or the other no matter well, what then. it is whether it's race religion um sex or preferences, stuff like that.
0: And some stuff is definitely going to be absorbed regardless, but like to be very intentional and deliberate about it is a whole nother Mm -hmm. situation.
1: It's like growing up in the South. Um, When I grew up in Texas in the 70s and 80s, yeah, everybody was, everybody went to church, it seemed like. I went to church and I didn't even know what the heck, I mean, we went to church and we sang songs and we played and, I mean, it was like, but all of that. For children, it was Sunday school. You would go in there and learn all the little things, and they'd have church lock-ins. And
0: I remember uh, losing my mind when I first came down here and learned what sober counties were, or dry counties.
1: Dry counties, yeah. I
0: was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> is this America? Like, this makes no sense. Like, yeah. the whole county cool. deciding not to sell alcohol.
1: It's like yeah. blue Sundays. I mean, blue law states. You live in one can't sell cars on Sunday. Can't do this on Sunday. Same mm. out here in Jersey. It's a blue law state. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You should be able to I mean you I'm kind do whatever of glad you want the they business. do it, but well, I am too because I'm glad to always have Sundays off, but it's a uh, you know, could you imagine if they I mean if they did that with some Let's say they did that with the trucking industry. They said, "Well, trucks can't be on the road on Sundays." Mm-hmm. It would cripple this country.
2: Oh yeah. Now granted I mean, people don't have to buy for cars. Every restriction they can possibly think of to put on trucks and anybody else for that matter. Yeah. So, but... It doesn't it doesn't surprise me that someday they may try to do that.
0: It'd be a lot easier to drive across Arkansas, I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. That highway sucks.
1: <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is in the long run it's people take things it's just weird. Like this country seems to be such an extremist place right now you have to have one view or the other you can't just be a you know like i like to think of myself as somewhat um open-minded with a lot of things um i joke and kid and make fun of everybody equally i don't care what you are you know crazy goofy liberal or a starch idiotic racist republican or a democrat or whatever you are i don't care um i'm gonna make fun of you
3: because mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know people make fun of me all the time i don't care it's fun but it's i just don't i hate to see you know people talk about how this country is screwed up well i think a lot of it is how kids. look at the difference in when we were kids and how we were raised i mean granted there a lot of stuff has changed we went outside Go outside and play. Go outside and play. Go outside and play. Now you can't boot your kids outside and play all the time. Some places you can, some places you can't. But there's video games and tablets and phones and I mean I'm amazed at the age of kids that are stuck on phones and tablets. Um, it's become uh, now I want to preface this and say this beebs. this has nothing to do with you. um, um But I like. I mean, kids are. It's like the twenty. What is it? We're the twenty-first century still. Yeah, twenty-first um, <laughs> century babysitters is tablets and phones now, and putting people in front of cartoons and YouTube and streaming services. It's wild. And I mean, I also have a lot of. You know, I I understand the peace of mind of parents need to get. They need sometimes they need a break. Get on your tablet, please. I mean. You know, Mike has three young boys, and I know they enjoy tablet time, right? I mean, don't they?
0: Yeah, for sure. And so do and we. And I'm
1: sure, and it's limited and stuff by Mike and his wife. I mean, they, you know, and, and, and Biebs and his wife limit time. I'm just amazed at how kids love, I mean, they sink into that stuff. And when we were kids, we went outside and played. Mm-hmm. Um, rode bikes and played uh you know, played Army and played uh, Cowboys and Indians and, you know, just whatever. We were outside playing. I don't know how bet how old are you?
2: 38.
1: Okay. So 10 years younger than me. Mike, what are you, 36?
2: Yeah, 36.
1: And, uh, I mean, but even then, it's changed so much. I mean, I don't know. Just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think the future of the country is going to be really—I mean, in 20 years, the kids that are kids today when there'll be young adults and adults into the workforce, it's like, I mean, their social skills suck. Yeah. They're, I mean, I don't know how they're going to, I don't know. I know that they'll grow up and things change and people evolve, but I don't know. I don't have a whole a lot of hope for this next generation of, of children right. as far as what they're going to do.
0: But, well, it feels like to me, you know, that they're trying to gear stuff towards just having people plugged in all the time. And, you know, with cryptocurrency and meta universe and all this stuff, it's like the, the movie, the matrix is not that far from reality at this point where it's like, if they can figure out how to basically have people be electronic slaves, where, you know, essentially your brain thinks you're having a good time but it somehow it's making somebody else money. That's that's what they're trying to figure out. And I don't think we're that far away from it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. At, Apple is releasing this v- Apple VR-type headset that's coming out next month or something. I just saw a thing for it, Apple V2 or something that was advertised this weekend. And, I mean, it's... I mean, it's essentially like the Matrix stuff or like, you see one, I can't remember what movie it is, but it's this person and they have this avatar that they live through the, yep. you know, headset that they're hooked up to all day and they work through this avatar and everything. And then in the movie, uh, the avatar, you know, the headset comes off and it's just some giant fat fuck sitting in a chair, belly hanging out, nasty, greasy. And I mean, I think people are going to start.
0: It's I not going to be—it's not going right. to be hard to get people to buy into it because uh, I think a lot of people are very miserable right now, mm-hmm. and
3: yeah.
0: will uh, will <laughs> very willingly be part of that experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to um, love—I
2: used to love games as a kid. I mean, I had a PlayStation One and an N64, yeah, but there was times when my mom would kick us out of the house, me and my sister. And she called the cops a couple of times because she couldn't get us to come back inside. Because, I mean, there was so much to do. There were so many people outside who used to go out. We used to play basketball or, you know, volleyball or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I we used to go, when I was a kid, we used to go around at night and we would go pop coolers out of guys back out of their trucks. We would take their beer
0: because guys would just
1: it. leave. Guys would just take, have, Beer coolers full of beer in the back of their trucks.
0: Oh, yeah. that's how they got through the work day.
1: And we would just we would go around and snack snipe beers out of people's uh coolers. Yeah. And I even remember it because uh matter of fact the night <clears> that uh <throat> the night that my mom passed away, I didn't know it obviously, but I was with my buddy John Butler and we were out. taking beers out of people's coolers and we weren't we we might take one sip but we were just taking the beers and pretending like we drank them (laughs) pour it all out (laughs) we're drunk (laughs) and uh we were actually hiding the the cops heard you know they either saw us or heard that we were doing this somebody called in whatever we were hiding in a cornfield um and (laughs) the cops looked for us enough to where I think I fell asleep in the cornfield and, uh, the next day, uh, I, I was at John's house and the cops were actually coming because I guess they called around to find me. Cause you know, they got notified that, you know, my mom had passed or whatever and were wanting to find me to tell me or to get me to some place where somebody could tell me. And they came to John's house and I had stayed the night there and I thought they were coming to bust me for, uh, stealing beers or popping <laughs> coolers. And, uh, they, they weren't obviously they were coming to get me and take me over to a friend's house that ended up telling me that you know my mom passed but yeah we were delinquents but it was fun yeah i rode around my bike and skateboards and ran and played on playgrounds and i don't know i mean I'm, I'm maybe i'm just being too negative but i just hope for more
0: we got busted by the cops when i was like 15 in boulder colorado because we snuck out and we're this was after i'd moved to wyoming so i bought a Brought a bunch of fireworks back down to my friend's house, and we were lighting fireworks off the overpasses, like dropping Roman candles onto the street below and uh, egging cars and whatnot as they're driving by on the road. and this okay, cop came yeah. up the overpass as we were like dropping some fireworks, and we took off running and we should just stay hid. We, I should have fallen asleep in the cornfield like you did, but we, you know, I think we waited probably I don't know seven minutes, and we're like, ah, oh, we're probably good, and we just start walking. And <laughs> next thing you know, we're surrounded by cops.
1: Yeah, sneaking out was a thing back in the day, boy. Oh, it's great. Oh, hey, we're gonna sneak out tonight. You want to meet us? Yeah, yeah. Let's sneak out. Fuck yes, dude. I remember. I wonder. I actually think probably my dad and his wife probably knew it, and they're like, go the get out there,
0: you yeah, fucking get in trouble.
1: Ball. Get yeah. out there. We used to sneak out, and I never heard of it. I'm sure my dad and I'm knew. I mean, how do you not know? I mean, I would know. Not to mention now everybody has cameras all over the house.
0: Well, it's funny. I remember when they dropped us off, uh, so they took me back to his house with him, my buddy that I was staying with, and uh, his mom just looked at us and goes, well, I know you boys have been kind of bored this week, so why don't you go, go get in bed? <laughs> That's the extent of it. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus, my parents would have crucified me if the cops brought me back home. Oh have <laughs> murdered you for sure.
1: Um so yeah, I uh anybody have anything else they want to pop out this uh this week? If not, I mean bandit, you're always welcome to come on anytime you want to, but um I uh yeah. I, I do have a better.
0: a Telkin oh, yeah. story I'll share with you. So do it. You know, we got him the switch for Christmas and so we've been playing a lot of Mario with them. And, uh, you know how video games are. They're kind of designed to make you fail pretty often. And so lately when, whenever we've been dying, he just goes, boy, I wish I could say the F word right now because I am so mad. (laughs) (laughs) And he's six.
1: (laughs) Well, as long as that F word is fart, get after it. Um, yeah, it was funny. Um. I, uh, I, uh, I never experienced, uh, Jayla never asked me, can I curse? Can I curse? Can I say a cuss word? No. Um, but my niece has been cursing openly in front of everyone since she was like 12 and it's just been totally allowed. <laughs> so my sister and brother-in-law were like, yeah, go ahead. Just old, cuss. Oh, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. Eddie. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh Bandit, you got anything you want to share?
2: No, I'm having a good time.
1: Any confessions?
2: <laughs> Enjoying gonna... <laughs> the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check us out each and every Friday, our podcast comes out. It's called the Two Pity Podcast. You can get it on anywhere you download all your potty pods. Uh we appreciate it if you like us and share us with your friends. Join us, send us questions, whatever. Um, I uh usually on Monday nights. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We come on YouTube. Uh, Not a lot of people watch it, but they do watch the video on demand, I guess, or they go back and watch it. But um, if you have any questions, comments, you know, pop on there and let us know. You can subscribe for free. We'd appreciate it. I mean, there's not less than a dozen. Actually, I think it's like a dozen or just over subscribers out there. Not a lot. But uh, Bandit, you have a YouTube channel. What's it called? Uh, The Drunken Bandit. The Drunken Bandit. You want some mm-hmm. good YouTube quality, boy. Get on over there. <laughs> get a load of this. Pull out a carburetor. <laughs> um, by the way, you still haven't sold that turbo on uh, Facebook Market. I have not. I got it
2: sitting right here, though. Like,
1: uh, yeah. I'm I, still I, thinking I, I, about I him picking him.
2: you up on that offer of half a dozen donuts.
1: Offering half a dozen donuts and I think 27 cents. Yeah. yeah. Um, anybody
0: looking for a, a turbo charger something, hit up the bandit.
1: Yeah. Hit up bandito. Grab yourself yeah. one. <laughs> All right. Well, for bandit, for Mr. Mike, the sober pirate, the drunken bandit. I'm Jay Jones. We'll see you next time. Adios and
0: goodbye. there, Jay, folks.